when we enter herein with all humility and a deeper need of understanding, we allow the Almighty Mothers to enter into this circle by the entrance of an eternal happiness, of a divine prosperity, of a perfect joy, of an abundant charity, and of an eternal salutation. Let all the demons fly from this space, especially those who are opposed unto this work. We allow the fierce openers of the way sent by the Divine Ones to assist and protect this circle, denying entry to discord and strife. Magnify and extend our capacity for revelation, O Mighty Mothers, as we walk in truth and righteousness in your most sacred names, and bless our conversation and our assembly. Sanctify, O Mothers, our humble entry herein. You, the blessed and holy ones of eternal ages. This session is going to start by me recounting three stories. And these stories will tie into the subject of this session, as well as point out the lesson of not being active or not doing what is required of you or even turning the other cheek all three stories all three events were an attempt I believe now retrospect to get my attention to do what needs to be done so let me recount the stories and then we can go deeper into the meaning the first story has to do with I guess you would call her a celebrity. Beautiful woman, always presented herself in a classy manner. In fact, I really admired her, her beauty, her style, what she presented to the world. And that was during the days, I believe, when Essence was for melanated women, truly for melanated women when Susan Taylor was the editor. So this woman in her later years has some form of dementia. And while she is declining, her husband moves in his girlfriend in the same house. His defense is being, why should he stop living? Now, if I remember correctly, the vows are, to death do you part. Not until I get tired of taking care of you. How humiliating is it to suffer through this while you're 
your husband with his lover in the house waiting for you to die, basically. Of course, I'm fired up. The second event happened when I was at the store where, for some reason, people are instantly angry and crazy in this store. You know what I'm talking about. And there's always someone, whether it's the cashier or a customer, that's exhibiting bad behavior, distasteful behavior. Well, on this occasion, a woman, a melanated woman, dashed back to get something something we all do and when she came back she told the man a melanated man she was in front of him he apparently had moved her cart he began to yell at this woman like she committed a crime he made such a scene And I commend this woman because she didn't engage and she even apologized, which infuriated me more. This man, who at the most should have been mildly annoyed and protective of any melanated woman in public especially, went off the deep end for no reason. He was angry that she wanted her spot in the line. It was disgraceful. He had to be over 60. The third event hit directly at home. Young man knocked on my door telling me that his phone was in my house. Curious as to how his phone would be in my house, I answered the door. And let me backtrack by saying I normally do not answer my door, but for some reason I was urged to answer the door and I'm glad I did. He showed me his phone that said that his phone was located in my house and I showed him how that wasn't exactly true and pointed out why. I explained several times what that meant, his the address, and how it was not exactly pointing him to his phone. I even had to point out the meaning of E to this young melanated boy this young melanated man child E meaning east and I added the additional information that W is west even went so far as to check on the ground for him to make a long story short I get another knock on the door and it's the police and I'm instantly furious he starts apologizing and I'm basically like why are you apologizing when your intention is clear I didn't back down because I was furious and I even went back in and slammed the door 
But this man-child was so emotional about his material object that he was basically being stupid. First, by not understanding where his phone could be and that it was not in my house. And by calling a weapon used against him, especially because your whole life is in this little object that you have so much emotion tied to. So basically, I get it now. I get it. I'll tell you exactly what I get in more detail, but basically in each instance, you have a black man, melanated man, trampling over, putting in the way of harm or withdrawing protection from the melanated woman. You might think that, especially from this podcast, that the melanin deficient are the root of our problems, but that is not the case. For now, let's forget anyone who is not melanated. This is not their story. They are only interlopers. They are only vampires. They are only latecomers when things start to fall apart. So forget about them for now. When we look at Egyptian history, and we often look at this because it's for the most part, readily available. But what most people studying Egypt and imitating Egypt don't realize is that most of what we have is around the time of the fall of Egypt, especially during the dynastic periods. A lot of the carvings consist of murder, outright murder of the symbols of the mother. So although melanated women still had it better during these patriarchal takeovers, Egypt was in its decline at that point. So what happened? Mother was all. I cannot stress this enough. Women and men revered and communed with the mother. There was no man that gives birth. No man has a womb. No man can give birth out of his semen, out of his head, out of his thigh. None of that. Wake up. No man can give birth to a woman from his rib. Wake up. Stop being foolish. The priestesses were very powerful. Call them what you want. Mystics, prophetess, healers, they were all that. And they took care of the temples to mother. Everything was in balance. There was harmony. 
And of course, I'm speeding through the story, but you will get an understanding. What basically happened was jealousy, greed. Men wanted more power. They wanted more control, and it's not like they didn't have it. Matriarchy is not the opposite of patriarchy. Men were not, for the most part, abused. In fact, they were put in seats of power because they did not give birth. That's why you have the messiahs as men. Mother does not need power because she is power. So eventually the priests basically took over. They began stealing from the temples or becoming rich, selling what was not to be sold. Many priestesses were put to death, raped, robbed, sold into slavery. Remember, these are melanated people. And then you have the Moors in Europe. They are the ones responsible for teaching the barbaric people in those lands. And they began to marry the barbaric women and give over what was due to the women on the continent to these women. They were shirking their duties. Sounds familiar? All of this and more contributed to others being able to come in and ravage the melanated civilizations all over the globe. Let's stop and ask, simply because many melanated people still rely on these stories, why Adam was so weak? And why is Eve blamed for his weakness? Eve is demonized in the church, yet women still flock to these religions and even submit to the abuse in the name of the church. But why was Adam so weak? Why didn't he say, hell no, Eve? Or is Eve the one responsible for Adam and his behavior? Let's take a look at the definition for help meet. You won't find it. You won't find the correct definition anymore. Perhaps if you get a old concordance dictionary, Bible concordance. It's been scrubbed from the Bible sites, the real definition, and the newer concordance. It's very condescending. And it also removes the older definitions, the 
the original meanings. So for instance, help meet. Women are feeling as if they are the helper of men. These religions, many are abusive. They don't even want to hear from women. And some are even tricking women into believing that they are allowed more than one wife because the people in the Bible had more than one wife. They are twisting the stories of allegories and using it to their advantage and the disadvantage of the women. And women are accepting this. And what's even more crazy is that some of the women are taking care of the man. Now, if you're going to have more than one wife, you need to have the income to take care of those households. Women find themselves once again into a master-slave or pimp sort of relationship. He is the prostitute and the pimp. Stay with me because this is not about male bashing, black male bashing. This is about getting to the truth and facing the issues that separate us and keep us from advancing. If we continue to ignore the issues, the lessons get harder and harder each time as I demonstrated with the earlier stories. Each time they would get more personal. So the meaning of helpmeet is indeed the woman behind the man because she is giving him the power to do what he needs to do. And his job consists of providing protection so that she, in turn, can do her job. Do what she needs to do. Be the creator. Part of that definition also has the meaning that she has the responsibility or she has the power to remove him and take that as you might. Now, help me simply means a humble wife, basically. Helping him do his thing, helping him be in the spotlight. This is an era, a grave era for us melanated women. Every time there was some kind of war, invaders or people wanting to destroy the civilization, women were at the forefront. Women were at the front lines. Often, the men him and hawed, and the women took up arms first. Is it because he is weaker or she is the motivator? She is the true power. Harriet Tubman's husband allegedly threatened to report her. Her brothers turned back. Two of her brothers turned back when the three of them went to escape to the first part of the Underground Railroad. They turned back in fear, but she kept going. Not only that, she came back. She could have said to hell with everybody, but she came back. 
I was listening to an interview of a very strong African mother who was just telling truth. And the interviewer, a melanated boy, man boy, said, are you scared? Are you scared for your safety? And she said, it never crossed my mind. And I'm thinking, what a crazy question to ask her. What he should have said was, we are here to provide the safety for you while you do your work. Not, are you scared to do your work? Then we have the problem with melanated men telling other melanated men not to get with certain melanated women for whatever reason. This is in in addition to the bashing that some so-called religious men are constantly doing on social media against melanated women. It is vicious. It's ongoing. And it's uncalled for. People around the world are watching and listening to this. You don't even protect your women? Why are you so angry? And you can get that answer by what I told you earlier about the priest usurping the power of the priestess and attempting to overthrow the mother. The mother never went anywhere, but she let us go through what we need to go through till we come to our senses. You have to be their kind of perfect for you to be dateable or eligible for marriage, always with the threat of being replaced. And we have to ask, why do we accept this? And then we have the homosexual agenda. Black men are now duped into thinking as long as they are accepted as gay, their battle as a black man can take second place because now they can openly be with the same sex. So they put the gay agenda in front of the melanated. These are not the same and they do not have the same weight. Oftentimes now you will see gay pride or gay rights next to the rights of melanated people. And these are not the same. Gay is the new black. Is that not insanity? When you get shot in the street, I'm not sure that the policeman will check for your gayness. And there's another issue of gay men exploiting women and young girls through dance. Despite the fact that they're gay, they're still making money off of melanated women, pimping melanated women and girls and making money. So black men, melanated men have an interest, a vested interest in supporting patriarchy. Without it, without 
patriarchy, he does not believe that he is relevant. Patriarchy started under the melanated man. He in turn taught the barbarians and they in turn took what they learned, used it against the black man, which of course hurts the black woman. Many black men into seeking knowledge still can't get past the rise of the black man. I hear it over and over. And I think, don't you mean black people? No, because he still thinks that the melanated woman will be his backup, his support, riding his coattails while he shine and take power. That's not the way it's going to be. And all you have to do is look at what's going on to tell you that's not the way it's going to be. When women are put in power, things happen quickly. Change happens quickly. Sad to say that many men are highly corruptible. Yes, women can be corruptible. But if you look in the continent of Africa, many men are in power. And in many places in Africa, there's no infrastructure. Yet they have all the wealth that any continent needs. And yet European nations continue to rape Africa. So even if it's for their own good, men do not want to give up their power over black women, suppressing her power suppressing the thing that she wants to do and now many melanated women in turn are living self-destructive lives or in a state of oppression in different degrees. Melanated men must understand that there was never the wife-husband relationship initially. I'm talking about the framework of our societies. It was mother-son. S-U-N and S-O-N. The mother empowers him, and in turn, he protects what belongs to the mother, including her daughters. The divine feminine is not the opposite of patriarchy. The divine feminine includes everything, the masculine and the feminine. Men were not powerless. They were not without power. Under the wings of the mother, they could fly. And many men do miss her. Some run because they can't face her due to guilt and shame. And some think they can fulfill her role, thereby helping the establishment continue to try to suppress her. Understand, melanated people, that 
the first fight was a family fight and we still suffer from it today. So I say all that to say, I no longer support a man because he is melanated. I will not provide my protection. I will not give my protective energy to. In fact, I will use my words of power against. Anyone who harms the melanated woman does not deserve protection. They do not deserve sympathy. No one is allowed to hurt the melanated woman and child. No one. A woman who has a organization she recently started, I guess, to speak about the abuses to melanated women, she was getting harassed, apparently. People asking her, why wasn't she going after white men? And her response was, why is it her job to go after white men? Now, we're going to talk about women, and we're going to look at the other sides because we want balance, remember. Our energy needs to be complementary and not opposite. So we will address both sides. But I thought about what she said, and I agreed on one level. If you get abused by people around you, people you know, those are the people you need to go after first. If she wasn't abused by white men, why should she go after white men? She started her organization, as far as I know, to address the needs of melanated women. Now, it's, of course, been usurped (laughs) as everything. And it has to probably do with that comment she made. But we'll get to that later. Why should we overlook the bad behavior of melanated men when they are abusing melanated women and children? I also hear scholars point out that why aren't they prosecuting white men for this and this and that and this? They're just making this celebrity a target and this celebrity a target. Well, this is their system. And if you understand their behaviors, you'll understand why they do what they do and why you need to stop imitating these people. As far as black men, they have no right to violate us and get away with it because they are black men. That's ridiculous. As a matter of fact, we need to be harder on them because they are the ones that's supposed to be protecting us. Do you not see the correlation between them dying in the streets and the treatment of us? It may not happen to the person that did the awful behavior but we see the results. We see the results of men abusing their wives with dementia, men yelling at women in the store, 
men calling the police because they're over emotional about a material object that makes them lose all sense and act like a stupid fool and bring the very weapon that's used against them to their front door. Black men, they will continue to be shot down like dogs. They have no protection because they continue to abuse the very beings they should be protecting. None of us should stand for abuse against the black woman because white men are doing it. It's ridiculous and we need to critically think about how we allow things to happen simply because a person looks like us. If that's his excuse that a white man did it, then he will never stop abusing you. Stop abusing me. You and I are in this together. So there are some things that we must do to restore the teachings of the mother and begins in our own home. When we see what's happening to black women, no matter who is the culprit, we must not support that behavior. In fact, we must use our words of power to stop that behavior and not overlook it because the monster has the avatar of a melanated man. Some of these melanated men are reincarnated priests. Some of them are still angry and we don't have to tolerate anger and abuse. Once you stop that, the fruit, the rotten fruit of that behavior, which we see today, will cease as well. Do you understand that once we heal the main issue, the root cause, then the other causes, the other people will be taken care of as well. In the next session, I will speak about the melanated woman's role in the downfall and in the upliftment. Thank you for joining me in this session. We are whole and eternally complete. And we thank the mothers for guiding us and opening our eyes to our true divinity, true nature and true powers, and for giving us the strength to step into that power and reclaim the world in her name. And so it is.